0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the C-Report from Q&A Holes Podcast. I am your host, Mr. C, and thank you for tuning in today. Um, so today's stories, um, we're going to be talking about Antifa, because I think that uh, there hasn't been um, as much coverage on the things that Antifa have been doing. And naturally, if you look around, you don't actually see too much coverage in Antifa. And especially in regards to the legacy media and in regards to, uh, you know, uh, any corporate, um, uh, corporate cable news media or network type systems. It's basically all major news outlets. And um, the reason why uh, that might be surprising to some people is because um, you know, Joe Biden, their supposed elected official, um, of course, will see the uh, paradox of Antifa goes much farther deeper than that, uh, but has uh, been elected, selected to the presidency of the United States, supposedly. And uh, yet, they're still out there rioting. Wait, what? They're still out there rioting. Wait, what is Antifa doing? Wait, Antifa is still active? Dun-dun-dun. Well, that'll take us right into our stories, and that's what we're going to be covering today. Um, Let's see. So, uh, this story came from The Right Scoop and was um, out just on February 1st. Antifa Group That Doesn't Exist takes over Washington State Hotel in the name of homelessness. So, I don't know. Um, let's see, does that mean that they're saying the uh, Antifa are homeless or they're fighting for the homeless? It says, an militant Antifa group that the media tells us doesn't exist literally literally took over a hotel in Olympia, Washington, yesterday in the name of getting the homeless A free place to stay okay so Antifa takes over a hotel um, and uh, they're doing this so that the homeless people have a free place to stay I I have some theories on that Uh, but this comes from town hall Antifa members armed with knives and hatchets took over a hotel in Olympia Washington over the weekend let me just stop and say this again real quick who says Antifa does not exist who says that Antifa is a theory or an idea or a frame of mind who says that Antifa is not a literal material group of tangible free thinking consciousness people who says that Your illegitimate President of the United States of America, President Select, Joe Biden. Now, getting back to the town hall article, the Olympia Police Department, the OPD, is in the process of clearing the downtown Olympia Red Lion Hotel after it was forcibly occupied by a group identified as Ollie Housing Now. Um, I guess that's Oli as in Olympia housing now. Um, A homeless activist group. Employees of the hotel have been safely escorted out of the occupied hotel after sheltering in the basement through the afternoon and part of the evening. The city of Olympia released in a statement... At about 11 a.m. today, people inside the red line began calling 911 to report a group was attempting to forcibly take over the hotel. OPD received reports that the employees felt under threat from the group and that an employee was allegedly assaulted. So about 11 a.m., which is uh, what it's about checkout time. (laughs) <laughs> At most hotels, uh, this a group of op- uh this group um, approaches uh, this hotel, and um, they demand that they receive room and board. Employees reported that some members of the activist group inside the hotel were armed with items such as hatchets, batons, knives. And had gas masks, helmets, and goggles, apparently in preparation for a confrontation. So that is what these individuals reported as having. As you can see here by some of the items that they had with them, they obviously shopped at um, John Sullivan's uh, store over there online. And that's where they got their Antifa riot gear. It says uh, OPD estimated about 45 members of the group inside and outside of the hotel. So we're talking about this whole encampment of homeless Antifa coming up to this hotel and I guess 45 members. Now, I've heard that such groups of homeless people commute together in that number. In fact, over in Austin, Texas, and some of the uh, um, forested areas around the city, and also in some of the uh, sewers, sewer networks around the city, um, I've heard that there are homeless communes as big as 100 or more members. So that's something to think about. And I lived right by them and uh, entertained a small group of homeless people for a while. But It says, um, uh, it goes on to say, at the same time of the occupation, approximately 40 rooms in the hotel were already booked with guests. So you had anywhere from, what, 40 to 80 to 120 other guests in that hotel at the same time with, uh, guests who were bystanders to this incident. Those guests sheltered in their rooms during the occupation and OPD and OPD is providing, um, a safe place for them at, as the hotel is cleared. So, you know, um, I guess it was, at least it was nice of the Antifers, uh, to go ahead and not hurt the other 40 occupied rooms. And they only took what was available. Um, anyway, so that's pretty interesting. Um, uh, that's just, I guess, some of the shenanigans that are going on. Uh, if you think about it, these Antifa people, the anti-fascists, the homeless people, um, well, no, they're not all homeless. I take that back. In fact, some of them are uh, rich, spoiled socialists, and uh, some of them are university teachers from a university teacher near you who are training all of their student harems to uh, become communists and Marxists Marxists and Leninists. Um, but I don't think Lenin is popular. I don't think he's as popular as uh, Marx and uh, Che Guevara, but of course... If they want to be like Che Guevara, they're just going to have to ride a motorcycle across the uh, fucking uh, countryside there and uh, and over some mountains or some shit like that. But, uh, I mean, aside from being racist and, you know, killing, you know, committing genocide against any certain types of groups of people, um, I guess that's the only other way you could be Che Guevara if you wanted to be fair about that Uh, but there was also some other stuff going on with um, Antifa uh, recently Um, they had uh, an attack in Rochester, New York so these guys are also New York so you see they have them over in Olympia they have them over in Olympia, Washington and they have them over in Rochester, New York Um, and in Rochester, New York the incident was at a police station because you see uh, something had happened previously in Rochester where a apparently a nine-year-old girl was pepper sprayed by a cop. And this is the incident that uh, ignited the situation there in Rochester, New York. And now in Rochester, New York, um, this was last night or maybe it was, a, let's see, Monday night into Tuesday, um, they had um, a contingent of Antifa and I guess probably upset people and black lives matter at uh rochester new york police department and they were uh you know threatening to shake down the gates they're they're screaming uh, let everyone go now Um, and they were trying to get people out of jail. I guess, I mean, they attacked the jail. Um, and the video that I saw, like there was, uh, there were uh, moments where there were, you know, at least a dozen or more, uh, of them, like, you know, literally shaking the gate around the jail to the point that it was like, you know, it was, it was getting wobbly. And uh, I mean, it looked like there was a crowd of at least, I guess, 50 to 100, maybe. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, Antifa was involved in that. And, uh, you know, of course, the, the Antifa people and the people on the left and the Black Lives Matter people uh, generally follow a uh, defund the police. And, uh, you know, they they're not the type to back the blue. And that's for damn sure. Um, but, uh, that's what was going on in Rochester. Um, like I said, again, uh, the whole thing that set that off was, uh, was, um, the pepper spraying of a girl, a nine-year-old girl. And then, uh, I guess that just, that led to that whole entire situation. Um, let's see here. What else we got, oh yeah, but I mean, I guess getting back to the West Coast and getting back to Washington, you know this incident that happened in Olympia uh, is not totally um, it's not totally isolated. It seems that Washington um, is really one of the cesspits for this whole um you know. Inge- infestation or ingathering of, uh, of people who are, are just destructive and uh, they, they uh, I don't know what's driving it honestly I don't know what could be driving that up there I don't know what kind of uh, groups and uh, people have infiltrated Washington State that they're able to do these things because like I said in Tacoma we had other incidents um, I have uh, here Uh, Let's see here. Uh, There were riots in Tacoma, Washington. Riots in Tacoma, Washington. And I think this was on... um, Let's see if I have a date here. Oh, yeah. There were some uh, issues with ICE getting involved recently. Like, this is still ongoing. Like, from the riots that started... um, over the weekend, so that would have put us on around the 31st, I believe, um, uh, you know, the, the 31st, 30th, 31st, yeah, that would put us in around that time, uh, Sunday night, they had a riot on the 31st in Tacoma, Washington, and then, uh, uh that finds us uh, to the recently Pierce County Jail and the courthouses. So uh, that's where the riot was. It was at the Pierce County Jail and Courthouse. Now, that was on the 31st. This was in Tacoma, Washington. A Seattle talk radio host who went inside Sunday nights right in Tacoma, Washington, tells Fox News that Antifa made their role in the violence loud and clear. So this report from Fox News, uh, this is... um, KTTH Radio's Jason Rance. Uh, This is the guy. He's the radio host that went into uh, the um, Sunday Night Riots. He said, I saw what we've been seeing for the past eight months, which is a group of mostly Seattle-based folks and some Portland-based folks from Antifa showing up To Tacoma to sort of take control of the neighborhood despite lots of locals and Tacoma saying we don't want you here Um, and that's again a theme that we're saying because these people uh, that's why I'm saying I don't know who or what's invested and they seem to be they seem to have their stronghold in the West especially uh, for some reason they've really taken control of Oregon and Washington and some parts of California but these people come from around and then they like storm certain places. And it's like, well, you know, you want to think it's homegrown. You want to think it's all organic. You want to think everyone who is Antifa representing there is from that hometown. But that's typically not the case. Like these people, like, you know, they, they scurry from other, you know, hidden corners of their state or city or wherever it is. But generally, they're not a home to the neighborhood that they are terrorizing um, these people literally terrorize so and antifa does that um, the article goes on to say not only were they flying an antifa flag they chanted antifa that's what they do they make it very very easy to identify themselves um, so Tacoma located 30 at uh, Tacoma which is located 30 miles from uh, South 30 miles south of Seattle saw a weekend of violent unrest with anti-police crowds marching throughout downtown, displaying Antifa messages and decrying immigration and custom enforcement. So they are definitely against the ICE people. Um, I personally don't have an issue per se i mean i think they're they are federal level obviously but ice is not in my town because i'm not on a border anyways rant says he witnessed it fires vandalism burning of the american flag and the taunting of police um it says here that rance went on to say they tried to break prisoners out of the jail the local jail by trying to pull down the fencing he said it was bad as you might expect this is not the same as some of the protests associated with the black lives matter movement and some of the other movements that are critical of police this is very specific type of protest that turns quickly into criminal actions Grant's predicted the violence will continue without police intervention until it dies down on its own. Um he says the the city basically allows it to happen until it peter's out and that's when police are able to go in. That's uh that's pretty sad that it's gotten to that point that there are enough of these people out there and I mean I guess that's some strategy. Um I know one uh one governor or mayor was reported to have said just let them do what they want and you know um it'll just i mean maybe that's what she meant like just let it pitter out on its own that way no um you know there's no provocation of them and they just go and they destroy the city they destroy businesses they destroy families they harm people um they violently uh, berate individuals who um go out there and don't share their political opinions or make it known to them that they don't want them in their town and most of them i've seen in um, videos run away whenever they're confronted and they always attack in groups like it's generally not you're not going to see a one on one antifa versus their competitor it's usually it's usually at least three or more i mean i'm, I'm sure there's the occasional two but um yeah so that's what was going on in tacoma uh, uh, they went to uh, a vandalize and what's going on here you know what what do they end up doing they go to the courthouse they go to the county jail they, they chant free the prisoners um, and they vandalize the local businesses and they set fire to things in the area like what good does that do how is that type of action going to help these foolish millennials in any kind of way Um, Let's see, uh, there was another, let's see here, there was another Fox News article, this one by Danielle Wallace, so it's good to see that some of these people are participating in sharing information about Antifa. This one was published on January 25th. And it says, demonstrations persisted over the weekend in Portland and Tacoma, where anti-police crowds displayed Antifa messages and decried immigration and customs enforcement even after President Biden offered sweeping immigration overhaul last week. Ugh, don't even get us started on that. We'll talk about uh, President Biden's uh, select uh, illegitimate President Biden um, um We'll talk about him in a little bit and some of his, um, uh, Some of his um, executive orders in Tacoma, located 30 miles south of Seattle. At least 150 people were gathered at a park before marching through downtown where windows were shattered and spray paint was tagged on multiple buildings. Several items were set up to create a barricade in the street where a large trash can was set ablaze. Protesters wore black block attire and some carried flags that read anti-fascist action. The crowd also passed by the Pierce County Jail. So this one's saying it passed by. Well, you know, in half no time, they were attacking it and shaking down the fences. While officers were observing the protest, three people appeared to try to get onto the roof of a building downtown. Two were uh, armed with a handgun and knives and were arrested police say and the third one got away so all of this is going on between what the 25th and the 31st a riot happening on 31st is where they went to go shake down the office's Um, And, you know, this, again, not being reported. uh, It's being underreported. Of course, there is some evidence of action in the news of reporting this. But who else is talking about it? You know, like, who else is saying, hey, why are these people out here rioting? Why are these people um, out here attacking a federal building? And yet they're not facing any type of punishment uh, like the supposed rioters. But, you know... Um, that's that's a whole another story, but that that just goes to show these are the type of people that were at the Trump um, the Trump rally um, and the Mega Million March, the MAGA Million March, and uh, they were undercover as you know Trump supporters. Uh, these were types of people who were in there as such, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if John Sullivan were involved in here somewhere too. Um, okay, so moving right along um we had the tacoma we have portland we have olympia we have rochester new york but like i was saying um it seems that antifa is um is very very prevalent in washington state for some reason and here's a report that maybe not a lot of people know about um, but maybe some of you guys do who are um, up on your antifa knowledge i didn't know about this one personally but you know whenever they were in portland i believe it was in portland where they're setting up you know those autonomous zones i think they set them up in several places but one place that they had set them up in was in bellingham bellingham or bellingham washington Uh, Bellingham, Washington, they apparently they had set up an autonomous zone. So I had to do some uh, uh, looking into it. And I was like, okay, so because this is what's most interesting to me is that this is called an autonomous zone for a reason, because you had these protesters going in there declaring it was their land, it was my land, it was everyone's land. And they are in fact... They are, in fact, you know, just setting up camp and, and stuff like that. Now, all of the news reports that I read about this story did not call it a Chad or a Chaz or an autonomous zone or whatever the fuck it was. All of the reports, maybe minus one, called it a homeless encampment, a homeless encampment. How interesting is that? I think that is so funny. Um, but, uh, either way, what was going on in Bellingham, Washington is you have this homeless encampment, um, which is, which is a Chad, which is an autonomous zone, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Um, and, I was like, well, how long has this mother been up? Because the whole reason why it was in the news is because there was a protest where they clashed with the police officers for cleaning and clearing out this homeless camp. So basically, the city or town of Bellingham, Washington said, we're done with you, Chad. We're not going to allow you to grow like a cancer on the side of our building, City Hall building in City Hall. And we're not going to allow you to, uh, wheel and deal drugs and basically be an Occupy Movement zone. Like, you guys remember Occupy Movement? Like, Occupy Movement was before Antifa and kind of where Antifa grew out of. Um, it's where it spawned. It spawned out of the dirty grounds of the, uh, Occupy Movement, if any of you guys remember the Occupy Movement back in, like, 06, 07, 08, Um, Anyways, so uh, Bellingham decides to clear out this uh, camp of homeless people who are, in fact, Antifa members and uh, whatever else they are in whatever groups. They're all like lefties and they're all like communists and socialists. And there may be, I think, some genuine homeless people there. I'm not sure. I didn't go, but that's how they're reporting it. They formed a wall of people at one point to stop them from intruding on their autonomous zone. Um And more protesters showed up, according to this article from KIRO News 7. or Actually, I don't know if it's News 7. Um, uh, it states that protesters showed up to try and stop the police. They held up pallets and formed a human barricade standing right up against the line of officers. We need more bodies, the group shouted at one point. <laughs> Police ended up arresting four protesters for assaulting officers and disorderly conduct. Mayor Seth Fleetwood and the, said the camp had been a source of trouble for months. Months, he says. Um... Fleetwood says, We have seen tensions rise and an increase in violence, threats to people who walk by, mental health episodes, likely drug transactions, and other criminal behavior. During the process of posting notices, Bellingham... Um, public works employees were harassed. And this is, um, the Bellingham chief of police, chief Flo Simon speaking. She says during the process of posting notices, Bellingham police, public workers were, uh, harassed, chased, and a person from the encampment tried to jump into their vehicle, presumably to steal it and keep them from posting signs and doing their job. Wow. So that's pretty crazy. Um, I feel troubled about it, said Aiden Ellsworth, a student at Western Washington University. Why are there armed guards? Why are there people on the roofs? No one is starting violence. So some people who live in the area were upset about the city's response, especially by the size of the police response. Oh, I see. So basically, this is in regard to the amount of police that showed up to clean up the autonomous zone of these uh, Antifa people. Um, And some people were worried about why so many people showed up well i mean i'll tell you why so many people showed up like there are probably a lot of like you know people on drugs and there and stuff like that and um whatever else these leftist communist people believe in like they're just they're living off the land so that's pretty interesting that that was going on that was happening um that was five days ago This was going on in Bellingham. um, I had read that the Bellingham uh, Autonomous Zone had been there at least since November. So at least two full months, uh, maybe longer. Um, again, it says, uh, it says here in this article from the KING5 news, local news, that protesters and police clash over Bellingham homeless encampment, the camp outside Bellingham city washing hall, sorry, the camp outside Bellingham city hall has grown larger and increasingly dangerous since November. Um, and that was from an article published on January 28th. Eighth. Um, it says here also in the article article Bellingham police chief again Flo Simon said some of the protesters were members of Antifa and other groups out to confront law enforcement. So it's like, you know, they set up this autonomous zone, which ends up attracting what a bunch of homeless people and then uh they come to defend their i guess their autonomous zone um these antifa people i guess is what's going on here i mean i don't know like they're just showing up to be a a pain in the local city like they want to do something and get away with it and they want to do what they want to do and then they want to confront them um but here they are these people are like threatening people Maybe they're just testing the city to see how far they'll let them go, you know, because now they have a tent city set up somewhere from what I'm understanding uh, in the area uh, around uh, where they were moved out. So uh, maybe they're just like, you know, if they let us stay, if we stay at City Hall, then, um, you know, that's a pretty extreme measure. Then we can at least stay out here in the park or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that sounds like that becomes to me. And I don't know, maybe they'll use this tactic on all major cities and that's how they'll turn all major areas into slums for people to just come and live and take and do things as such. And, you know, maybe we see them as a homeless encampment, but maybe maybe these really are encampments of communist people. So that's pretty interesting that was going on in Bellingham, Washington. And that's something that I think is also being underreported. I think there's a whole scheme to what is going on here but i think it'll take a minute for us to put the pieces back together so we don't end up across you know the united states looking like san francisco or you know portland where apparently things have gotten so gross and disgusting that it's not even worth you know uh visiting these once beautiful cities Okay, let's see what our next story is on Antifa. Oh, yeah, so we're going to talk about some people who um, also uh, side with Antifa, people who, you know, also stand and defend them. Um, You know, there was this remark, for example, by that one... um, that one uh, obnoxious uh, obnoxious apparently she's a squad member i did not know that this woman was a member of the squad i thought the squad was just four members but apparently there's a fifth hidden member and her name is cory bush and this is a woman who's currently in a fight she currently did a cop call thing like she acted a fool she made she and then she acted a fool with senate uh, with senator green and then um you know senator green was able to show on video that she was being a little bitch and sure enough cory bush made a little bitch move of uh saying that uh senator green attra- attacked her and uh, at the same time had no idea that senator green was recording the entire time and this confrontation occurred <laughs> and now uh and now Cory Bush has made the little bitch move of uh moving her office because she feels threatened by um her uh she feels threatened by her idiocy, i guess she feels threatened by she feels threatened by her own sense of snowflakeism. I don't know this woman is just it's ridiculous um but Cory bush had had said um in June of Antifa. Uh, I guess that might have been about the time that Antifa was having their hot, hot Antifa summer. It was a cruel, it was a cruel summer that summer with Antifa. It was a cruel summer. Um, i'm sure all of them were listening to that song on their little um on their little uh you know earbuds and beats uh beats fucking headphones whenever they were out there uh peacefully um, turning a car over and uh peacefully throwing uh bricks through uh business owner shops and uh and 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 lovingly uh you know uh, uh smashing the heads open of trump supporters and the like um Corey Bush says, Antifa was on the ground with us during the Ferguson uprising, working to keep black protesters safe. Let the record reflect. Ellipse. 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 That's what Corey, uh, that's what Corey Bush had to say in regards to Antifa. So let the record show that squad member Antifa lover Corey Bush, let the record reflect that Corey Bush has acknowledged that Antifa is not merely an idea, and that Antifa is not merely a thought process or a frame of mind. It's not just, you know, the thoughts of individuals you know, in their heads, but she, Cory Bush, member of the squad, Democrat, um, uh, she who maketh a bitch move and then acteth a bitch part, she has acquiesced to the fact that Antifa is an actual living, breathing organization of people that do show up and according to her do good for the community let the record reflect Cori Bush let the record reflect Cori Bush um so there is this other interesting uh there's other interesting because you know you have these leftist Marxist communist people um who who mask as socialists you know getting into congress um and I'm pretty sure she's there illegally like just about I mean everybody is (laughs) basically there illegally because of all the fraud that took place in every state in the union and there's evidence to show that the fraud was done so with assistance from foreign interference so we have these people getting into office like Ilhan Omar you know and people like her But then we have this people who are appointed now, this one um, apparently this one's this one's an Antifa sympathizer. Apparently, this one um, is 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 also against the cops. So this would be uh, the woman's name is Jalina Porter, and she is the State Department deputy spokesperson, um, and she um i guess was recently appointed it says it says in this article from free beacon porter the state department's number two spokeswoman downplayed on tuesday her 2016 facebook post about american cops which was first reported by the washington free beacon saying that she should have chosen words that were less passionate and spur of the moment so what did porter say in 2016 porter said largest uh she said the cops were the largest threat to u.s national security um so that was her that was her take on the cops um And then it also says that last June, she promoted a video directed at the Los Angeles Police Department that states, Suck my dick and choke on it. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for the vulgar imagery I just put into your brain. I would not want you to do such a thing. But apparently Jelena Porter wants the Los Angeles police department to do such a thing. Um, so yeah, so clearly this woman does not have fair sentiments towards cops, but yet now she is the spokesperson for the state department deputy. Hmm. How interesting. Um, let's see, uh, this article here at the free beacon goes on to have, it seems even more, uh, uh evidence of Miss Porter's uh you know disdain for the cops. Um goodness. This woman it seems here. So uh Jelena Porter. Someone to I guess uh keep your uh your eyes on I'm sure there, I'm sure there will be some entertaining moments coming her way from us um as she uh I'm sure she'll start to pants herself as some as uh, as Tori likes to say she'll start to pants herself um because um she'll let all of her hatred spew forward for us to see okay um but i mean you know at least you have these people here who feel so safe and loved by antifa i'm glad that they at least you know they at least uh they at least um they at least acknowledge their existence uh such as one Corey bush um you know and speaking good and, and good of them she has to uh out herself as a believer of antifa but you know th- there was a terrible story out from the epic times in regards to to uh, um, senator Hawley. um and we all know that senator Hawley has been uh, um a, you know one of the more um, vocal ones in fighting for our rights and uh, um, uh fighting for president trump um mr Hawley and Senator Hawley said that Antifa threatened him and his wife and his newborn daughter. Um, that story came out at the beginning of this year, in January 5th, which was, uh, you know, before the, obviously before this whole situation that happened on that Wednesday. But um, uh, that was a story that I had read in the Epic Times. Um, and let's see here. Epic Times also uh, recently did an interesting story. Let's see here. Um, called uh, True Goals and Tactics Exposed. Antifa's True Goals and Tactics Exposed. This has to do with that Andy Nigo gentleman who was attacked by them, and I'm, he's been following these people, I think I'm saying his name right, Andy No, or I need to go, um, Antifa is both an ideology and a movement that uses intimidation and violence to oppose capitalism and anybody who disagrees with its far-left anarchist political agenda, says journalist Andy N., an expert on the anarcho-communist group. Um, so, uh, oh, he has a new book coming out. Um, it says here also in this article, uh, in September, 2020, FBI director of Christopher Ray described Antifa as more of an ideological movement than an organization, but we do know that President Trump did label them as a terrorist organization. Antifa is a real thing it's not a group or an organization it's a movement or an ideal ideology may be one way of thinking of it. Ray said, acknowledging that Antifa does have small groups or nodes, but Ngo told the Epic Times in an interview with the Crossroads program that Antifa is, is more than an idea. It's also a movement. It has networks of organizations, and some of them are organized into formal groups, he said. One of its groups is Rose City Antifa, the oldest Antifa organization in the United States, which is based in Portland, the epicenter of the movement's violent activity, Ngo said. Ngo has also uncovered a lot of evidence showing that Antifa is a formal organization which he presented in his upcoming book, Unmasked, inside Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy. Antifa is extremely well organized into secret cells and meeting locations, he said. Its training curriculum mirrors a lot of what is included in the radicalization process that jihadists put Muslims through, he said. It launches some events that look like social gatherings, such as soccer league, uh, to recruit people and disse- disseminate its extremist literature and later carry out riots, Nago said. Antifa has many chapters in different cities, such as the Torch Network um, um, and Atlanta Antifa, or the Atlanta Antifa, that are formal groups, he said. Rose City Antifa states on its website that it works to oppose racial prejudice. Bigotry, fascism, and fascistic organizing. So how funny. They, they organize to oppose racial prejudice, bigotry, fascism, and fascist organizing. Yet these are the people, along with Black Lives Matter people, that will go up to you and throat punch you because you're white or Caucasian. Um, or they'll throat punch you or break your head open because you are a conservative or because you are a Trump supporter Or what have you, you wear an American flag, they will go and throat punch you, break your head open, break a leg, you know, stab you, shoot you. Um, The only thing they don't do is run you over because they never seem to have cars, these Antifers. But other than that, you know, that's what they're doing. And so... They say they're against racial prejudice, but yet they're prejudiced against these individuals. Uh, For some reason, they believe in treating others as others treated their um, ancestors a thousand years ago, or, you know, uh, treat others the way they treated their, uh, I don't know, their, 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 their family tree from across the pond during, you know, the Hitler times, which is just, it's insane because you don't, You don't make headways in life doing things like that. They're also against bigotry and fascism and fascist organizing, which is interesting because they are an organized group of people that use fascist means in order to make their ends which is insane you know they they're the ones who use violence to clamp down on free speech they're the ones that use violence and threat and bodily harm in order to stop expressing an idea that they oppose there's nothing that uh says more fascist than browbeating someone because they don't agree with your idea and they're also censoring too you know hitler censored too hitler codes the things that he didn't want people to see and or know he rewrote the history books fascist men typically do and yet these people love the capitalistic society if they ever truly lived in a socialist or a communist society or a fascist society i don't think they would be happy although a lot of them think in their own head they'd be happy if we lived in a world of anarchy and bedlam uh, because that way at least they wouldn't have to go to work and yet somehow they think that they would survive because somehow they think that they'd still be able to have their little iPod buds and their beats uh, headsets. So anyways, uh, that's just uh, just goes to show you like, again, uh, because, because President Select, the illegitimate president of the United States, Joe Biden said, in his uh, debate with President Donald Trump, Antifa is just an idea. And we know. We know that Antifa is more than just an idea. And I guess, as will be coming out in Andy's book, Antifa is definitely an organized um, and a methodical machine that, even though uh, its henchmen and its pawns tend to fuck things up all the time, they still don't move without purpose. These people do have a purpose, they do have things in mind whenever they're going to these protests and whenever they're going to these rallies. Um, in regards to what they feel, think, see, hear, and say, most of them are communists. Even if they are not formally part of Antifa, they uh, even even the uh, lone wolf extreme leftists tend to run on the same reasoning as these people do. And I think it's high time that uh, this president selected, And this is going to be probably one of the first things from his mind, of course, because he's probably not going to be in office much longer. Um, but, you know, uh, President Trump did already uh, name them as a terrorist group, um, even even in the face of some of these congressional people defending Antifa. At least we can't say they don't acknowledge them. At least they're not as blind as the illegitimate president of the United States of America, the man who on television is sitting in the supposed White House president Select Joe Biden. He believes Antifa is nothing more... And just a bad, bad dream. Thanks for tuning in to The C Report with Mr. C. Uh, We will be live on Wednesday and Thursday. Today is Wednesday, February 3rd. And we will be seeing you guys tonight. And uh, we'll probably do another report before too long. Uh, Till then, have a great night. Go to Podcast.com, Check us out there. And check us out on Twitch tonight. Um, we will be live on Twitch at 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's twitch.com slash the q a Holes. If not the Q&A Holes podcast, otherwise just search it and we'll be there. Or You know what? Just go to the website qandaholes.com and you can get access to it immediately. All right, guys. Y'all have a great one and we'll talk to you next time. This is Mr. C for the C Report at qandaholes.com. Signing out. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Casitas, author of The Distance to the End, A Trick of the Eyes. A stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores. Ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares.